Testy, thank you for meeting with me. I think it's time that we discuss some of the possibly less reliable members of this merry band that I've put together. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrial Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me we have the rest of the Fluffles gang. I am John, I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Tony Darkomancy. I'm David, and I play Lord Falco. My name is Brian, and my character's called Tajmil. I'm Kelly, and I play Merida. Let's jump back in. Uh, we left off with Gavel in the form of a young Coloss confronting Lord Falcombe at the head of Avir's Crestophori's caravan to negotiate with the Coloss. Alamancer, explain! I did not mean here to come here to follow you. If this will cause any problems, I will leave your home just as I asked you to leave mine earlier. <laughs> Judging by the fact that it's Merida, I'd say no. Lord Falcom wouldn't recognize him. Wait. <laughs> um, give me okay, a. We'll retcon that and rip it from the episode if not true. <laughs> What's roll of four? Uh, that's just two nudges, three, four. So I get. Uh, uh, do I you want to reel well the other try. two? Something. Nope, nothing. Yeah, you don't recognize it. You're you're a little okay. confused as to why so, he's being so specific. Lord Falcombe's just gonna do I know you? What problems do we have? Maybe reach You you attack me or not attack, but threaten me near the docks. Oh, Gavel? I knew his name, right? He introduced himself. <sighs> Um, actually, no, I only said it Did you? Uh, in the narrator, so I'll oh just rip God. that from the episode, too. Well, it's been <clears throat> literally almost a Don't year up, since we recorded the last session with Gavel even mentioned, right? <laughs> so. Yeah. Probably yeah. close to it. Um, so. Wait a minute. I don't remember meaning a call us at the docks. Are you sure you're not mistaking us for someone else? I mean, Falcone really does seem to hate Colas people, which, you know, you should probably work on, Falcone. But you people with Bird, Bird and Mistwraith, Bird land on Mistwraith, make me laugh. Only reason Alamancer not dead. Oh, wait, you're, 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 oh my God, you got so big. (laughs) (laughs) Explain why you here. We're protecting this guy, and I point towards Avir's. We're on now, a job. hold on. The, would somebody clue me in as to what exactly is going on here? He's our friend who used to look more like people's, but now he looks more like Friend Colossus. is a relative term. Maybe. Well, he's our friend. Not, yeah. Mom. He's not, he's not our friend. I wish he's he was my our friend. friend. That'd be great. But right? We're not. friends, aren't we? Ugh. <sighs> You chase me out of city. I get kidnapped. Humans all bad. No follow the path. 
wait, I think that was in my book. And I pull out the words of founding from, or actually, I guess I have to get the words of founding from uh, Tajmo. I just look. Quick, Tajmo, get, give me the book. All right. Oh, here you go. And I take it and I, I, I do a coin shot to him and is relatively fast. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you're close enough to him oh, that you just. I just it hand it to him like a boss. You sure you don't want to just coin shut up in the air to make it more stylish? Yeah, anyway? that's what I'll do. He'll be bu- directly behind me instead of me um, just turning around and handing it to him. I actually do like a 360 flippy do thing in the air. Okay, give me an alamancy oh, roll. Oh boy. That is five dice. Five, as uh as elucidating as all of that was, I'm afraid I still do not understand the precise nature of your relationship with this young coloss. I uh didn't get anything on that roll, so Okay, so uh, you actually lose the book midway through the jump in the air, and it falls down and lands in front of Tony. There you go, buddy. And the um, <laughs> the spine breaks a little bit when it lands. <gasps> and Tony scoops it up and then quickly tries to repair it and gets completely distracted. Uh, Merida, perhaps you can fill me in on exactly what's going on, because uh, nothing that you all have said has made any lick of sense. Well, we... And as I say we, I mostly mean Lord Falcone made an enemy of this coloss over here. Enemy is also a strong word. No, he you says made friend. enemies. You made enemies. He hasn't attacked me yet. We're not enemies. You threatened him. We You're literally enemies. have not fought each other. You're enemies. And how did this come about? I, I mean, and it, there he's was probably a saying this city. while main. He was he, coloss blooded, and he was. Strongly discriminated against. I, for one, wanted to get to know him and learn about him, but Lord Falcone wanted him dead and ran him out of the city. Didn't want him dead, I just didn't want a coloss in the city. Oh, I found it! Okay, so the path. We need to wear earrings, right? I I can wear an earring. (laughs) Uh, Coloss, do you have a name? Mm, My name is Gavel. Well, Gavel. I am here to uh, present an offer to you and your people. Uh, I I understand that you have some sort of grudge against uh, some of my party. And in the interest of not not jeopardizing my wants uh, and the possible gain that your people have, I will send them back to the city at this time. So that way we can treat only between us. Is that acceptable for with your party, Lord Falcone? That's great. We're leaving. Thank you. We're just here to do a job. I'm sorry to offend you. I, he's like, I, I want to make this clear. Throughout this entire thing, though he's talked to other people, he's probably just been like eyes locked with gavel the entire time. <laughs> and you like, say you're not enemies. <laughs> Lord Falcone has issues with Coloss. You're not rivalry. It's not like it's not lighthearted enough to be rivals. You're enemies. We haven't fought yet. There's I mean, been if no you're blood concerned drawn, about it, it doesn't matter. I'm an enemy fought. with a coloss by default because what happened to my parents? You're not as aggressive as he is. You haven't made an I've enemy yet. Tried my best to. That's kind of disappointing to hear. <laughs> <laughs> you just told him he's failing as a role player. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Bang, bang. Enough. You, human, 
What sort of deal do you propose? Well, my good friend, there is a spot of land that is by the ocean that I think will make for a very fine city for a young nobleman like myself to create a seat of power. And it is my intention to make you and the rest of your Kolos tribe my right-hand men, for lack of a better term. And I am proposing exchange of new, beautiful, custom-crafted weapons for service and potentially, eventually, a partnership between the Crestafori and your tribe of Kolos. Mm. I will take you to Elder. Other humans, Alamancers, leave. You are not welcome with Kolos. Guess we grab her stuff and go. Well, at least poor Falcom does. Tony tries to go and shake Gavel's hand before he leaves and wish him bye. Uh, give me a charm roll. And I'm going to give you a plus one for being dis uh, disarmingly stupid and cheerful. Uh, six is total. Charm Dang five yes. plus one. Fours. Uh, he will begrudgingly shake your hand, but just like Falcombe, his gaze is intensely focused and he's not blinking. And when you shake his hand, he, all of his muscles feel uh, taut and like he's ready to spring and lash out at any moment. Who's he staring at? You. Oh, good. Good. The feeling is mutual. And you're not enemies. We're not fighting. I'm walking away. Uh, Lord Falcombe, I have considered your your mission with me completed, and you may tell your employer that uh, everything has been completed as agreed upon. Now, leave before you further endanger this deal. Thank you, Averis. I'd love to say it's been good. It hasn't. Uh, I hope to never see you again. And nods and grabs his shit and let's go. Well... Should the reason ever arise that you need the help of a powerful ally, I hope to be soon be in such a position. So, do not be so quick to burn your bridges. Amanda turns around and is like, hope you don't die. Bye. Bye, Gavel. Bye, Christopher Averes. I won't say that much. And Tony waves as he walks off. Tajmil, are you leaving too? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, this guy seems like a real weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, it's a couple days' journey back to the city. Um, we'll say that he gave each of you um, a set of horses from the wagons that were burned down um, in order to make the journey a little bit easier, as well as enough rations as needed to get back. Um, and he did so quickly without trying to draw any more attention to you as a group while making it abundantly clear that you guys were in the process of leaving. Um, you see him chatting amicably with a uh, much older, much taller Coloss whose skin has started to split around the mouth and the eyes from where it's grown too taut, being uh, as old as this Coloss is, um, until uh, finally in the distance only Merritt is able to make out that they have both sunk to a seated position uh, around a fire and seem to be sharing a meal. Um Anything role-playing-wise you guys wanted to do on the way back to the city? Uh, Tajma, what am I reading now? Um, you're reading a uh, book on different ways of making origami. Ooh, I Different like this. origami things. And, and so even Tony is going to be... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say it includes paper in the back, uh, you know, like sample paper for you to tear along the perforated edges but most of it is either has 
coffee stains on it or has been removed and the several pages that or pieces of paper that remain are uh, not in the best quality. Uh, I'm going to add to that description a little bit and say that this book is bound in a way that seems strange compared to the rest of the books, and it's in a language that uh, nobody in the party recognizes. Wait, I can't read it? Um, there are diagrams hey, that Trevor. demonstrate how to fold it, and so you're able to follow along, along with the diagrams, but any of the writing, uh, there's nobody in the group who recognizes it. Tajmil, why'd you get Trevor, me a book I can't read? Are you read? thinking that... I mean, the pictures are nice, but I'm supposed to be reading to get smarter, not pictures. I mean, I like the pictures. David, what were you saying? Oh, I was just going to call you out and think that you're thinking the same thing I was thinking. I was going to tell you to, uh, it should be that, uh, what's the Japanese Uh, Asian-inspired Shindo? Yeah, this is is a Shindo book. Yeah. You should make it circular origami, because all their motions are circular. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, actually, go ahead and give me a wits roll, Tony. All right. Twos. Um, You notice that there is a certain pattern that seems to repeat inside each of these different um, pieces of paper along the folds. (gasps) Wait, maybe it's working. I think I'm getting smarter. There's something here. Ready to look. And Tony, like, shoves a book in her face. She kind of looks at it. Um, do I make a wits roll to see the same uh, pattern? How patient are you being with Tony as you're looking at this? I'm pretty patient. She's mostly calm. Okay, go ahead and <laughs> I don't think that's one. an accurate descriptor of Merida in general. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take her at face value for this. Go ahead and add plus one since he's trying to point out specifically the pattern that he's seeing repeating. Well, I say she's calm because she didn't want to be at the Colas thing at all. Oh, fair, uh, fair. She got two twos and three nudges. Uh, yeah, you notice that this is definitely a repeating pattern. Uh, it's the way that pretty much every single one of these pieces of origami is started. Uh, that you you fold in the same pattern to get your base shape. But she as nods. to why that pattern would be there or what it might signify, you have no idea. She kind of nods at Tony. He's like, yeah, good job, good job. And then goes back to her book. Tony spends the rest of the trip um, vainly attempting to do the origami, but mostly failing. Okay, well, if you're going to say you're mostly failing, give me a wits roll minus one. Mm -hmm. All right. For a self-imposed disadvantage. Uh, Nothing. Yeah, you you just can't get it to work. Your, Your hands are used to different movements and not used to the very fine, precise... Um folding that you need to make with the paper. Uh, any other vignettes that you'd like to do before we uh, get back to the city? Nope. Nope. Okay, I'm going to give everybody two advancements for finishing out the Kola storyline, and we're going to continue the travel back to the city as another long rest. So oh. everybody can choose to advance their character if they like. And all spent resources go back to full on a long rest, right? Um, On a long breather... Uh, your health will, but I don't think you have any other spent resources. I do. Two, no, that's a negative two, two. resources. Those those are resources oh, beyond. Yeah, I, I forget. Have. So we can okay. restore all of yeah. our uh, all of our things then. Um, Tajmil, yeah, your spirit gets restored. Okay, so we're doing spending of advancements too, since it's a long, right? Just and we got one, two. You said. 
Uh, you got two advancements, and you can buy one advancement or buy one trait or heal a burden, something like that. I don't even think I have any burdens right now. I think I'm gonna increase my charm to six. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna increase my wits to five. So that's uh, five Trevor, advancements for each of you. Hey, yeah. Trevor, I think we're gonna have to talk at length about mine. I mean, I. You did say earlier that you're cool with uh, the new stuff, but we're going to have to talk about exactly what that is and how many advancements. If, if it's the same plan as before, my answer hasn't changed. We're, we're progressing towards that, but we got to get there, so spend them if you got them. Um, what is gain a new oh, stunt okay. mean? Okay. Uh, stunts are abilities that you can do through your allomancy um, or... Um, there are ska-specific stunts that I could look up for you from another one of the supplement books I don't have online. So, like, your steel running was a stunt that you gained, or okay. your um, your shotgun blast to hit the multi-shot is a stunt that you gained. I actually think I'm going to add probably to... Probably, ooh. Probably attributes, honestly, I feel like I should do. And I can only do one, right? Well, I'd only have... Yeah, one. you spend five advancements, and then you increase one of your attributes by one. Okay. Or standing. Okay. Um, I can't increase my spirit anymore, can I? Uh, is it already six? It's it's seven. Um, I think that might actually be above where it's supposed to be. Give me just a moment. Well, this says standing's maximum is ten. I thought the six limit was only on character creation. No, six is on attribute. It says on the advancement sheet. Oh yeah, to spend, but you think he's talking about a limit as far as how high oh. it can go. Uh, I know die pools can't go above 10. I think the attributes... I think you, I think you can't start above 6. Yeah, you can't most. start above 6, but I don't think you can go above 8 for standings and 6 for attributes. No, I, I thought you could definitely go above 6 in attributes. There... There are exceptions, like, but I think it's mostly spikes that can pump you above that. Some basically spikes or like pewter alamance. But this here says that can bump up stats past like, parts of. If you point. have ten dice maximum in each one six of your six being the limit of human ability for um, attributes. Certain inhuman creatures like Coloss or Mistrace may have attributes higher than six, but never higher than ten. Um, standings. Well, I'll be bothered. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Um, let me check through page 233 real quick. Basically, pewter can make you above your six whenever you're burning it. Like, is essentially what it does. Or if you get certain spikes, they'll increase you above that rating. I don't think there's any spikes that can increase spirit, though. So, like, I think they all actually decrease spirit as a rule. Um, I think the only limit for standings is 10 dice. So, yeah, you can increase your spirit if you want. This is also the only way that you can give Sonichu any special effects or anything like that. What, is through my spirit? Uh, no, it's through spending advancements. Oh, okay. So then how many would that be? Can I teach him an attack now, finally? Um, if you take it as gaining a new stunt, 
I will allow you to give him the ability to distract somebody. I thought he already had that. No, you've just taught him to... Let me pull up his character sheet. He's a messenger crow. He can say Octong. That was that was the other one. You've given him the ability to say three words, but he doesn't know exactly when to say them. And then you've given him the ability to act as a, a homing pigeon to people that he's already met. Um, can I um do two sets then? Because would that be a new stunt? So that would only be four. Well, you can only spend one. Uh, you can only get one advancement per long breather. Okay. Um. Shoot. All right. Yeah, we're gonna have to do the distraction one. That's too. That's too invaluable. Okay. So, and the only reason that I'm letting you get that is because he has the messenger crow ability. So you're basically just tweaking that a little bit to train him to instead of delivering a message from his foot, is he just goes up and flies and flaps in their face. And I'll say that counts as a negative two die penalty if they're actively trying to perform a task. Right on. And of course, while he's doing that, he has to be saying all three words that he knows. <laughs> <laughs> follow! Octong, follow! Uh, I'm going to have to figure out uh, health for him in case you decide to use this in combat, because there is a possibility that he might die. If oh! He gets, if he gets yay. used in a situation where he uses that on somebody. Oh, who trust me, there, there will eventually come a day that this guy is going on uh, pretty much a non-return mission. So, Well, and just so we're clear, if Sonichu dies, he does not respawn like other props, and you will lose all advancements invested in that's, him. That's fine. That's, yeah. That's okay. I okay, mean, so it's I'm a it's a risk I have to take. Kind of don't have a distraction crow. So you're reversing your decision on that from earlier. What was my decision earlier? Uh, when we first started, I think you had specifically told Brian that as a prop he could respawn, and I think that was originally what got Brian on the. Okay, let me see how many ways I can kill Sonichu. I don't think I ever specifically said he asked me if props come back every long rest or whatever, and I said that they did, and that's when he said, oh, yeah, well, I'm just going to kill my bird by shoving it inside Merida's book, and then Merida's going to close it on it. And I'm like, mm, no, if you kill your bird, your bird's dead. Bird. You can get a new bird, but it, especially since you've invested things into Sonichu, it's not going to be that your your bird respawns and... Sonichu flies out of nowhere and lands back on your shoulder after a long rest. You would start with a new pet, or you could replace that uh, that prop. Like, could I get the cup back then? <laughs> the cup. <laughs> uh, you still have the cup, as oh, far as I know. I thought I gave it back as a gift, like an impromptu yeah, gift to get out of a situation. Not the one that he stole after getting back from Limjot. Oh, he stole yeah. another one? I forgot about There's that. There's been so many of them I've taken. I take the little soaps out of the hotels. <laughs> Witness has been wondering where those went. There's your answer. Okay, uh, Falcombe, are you spending any of your advancements? I have to. I'm at 20. I'm at full already. Uh, I'm just taking the one of the stunts I already have. I'm doubling up on it. So, how much advancements is that? Four? Four for a stunt, if I remember correctly. What you taking? Uh, fast transform. Ooh. Yeah. Since, I mean... Since you use it so we often. We all know. 
<laughs> well, that that's the hope is to start. <laughs> First, doing the that. group has to learn the secret. Well, he could just no, go they on don't. vacation. No, they don't. No, they don't. I think this group is weird enough that Lord Falcone can say, "Hey, my buddy is going to come help out, but I have to go do this thing," and they'll probably freaking fall for it for a bit. Merida, maybe not. Tony would. Merida. <laughs> Merida wouldn't. Why do I get the feeling that James is going to be the first person that you kill and impersonate? No, I have no (laughs) problems with James. I think James has been cowed. But anyways. And I think that wraps up everybody, doesn't it? Uh, Merida took uh, attribute. Which one did you increase, Merida? I I increased wits. Okay. Ooh, you are now tied for the smartest member of any group. Mm -hmm. You, Clytus, and Pinch. Nice. Five woods or yep. what? I guess I need to level up Clytus then. <laughs> okay, um, you guys make it back to the city. Um, you head back towards the townhouse. Uh, I imagine there is a joyful reunion between Fluffles and Tony. Of course. Lots of petting and feeding. And no animal abuse, thank you very much. Uh, you do notice that Fluffles is continually getting bigger. And uh, you inquire with Wittens with this, and Witten says, uh, Well, sir, he seemed to still be hungry with what we usually fed him, and so I've been in slowly increasing his diet, and he seems to be eating it all, and, well, it's he just keeps getting bigger. Miss Race aren't meant for captivity. They are not domesticated creatures. End rant. Uh, so on that note, didn't I already task Wittens with finding a cave? Um, yeah, you did. Let me roll for him. <laughs> roll for cave? Oh, he got a fives and a nudge. Um, go ahead cave. and put your permanent spent to three, but you now have a cave. Fucking sweet. Not too far from the city, uh, close enough to be able to visit without any, um, any major inconvenience. All right, so first thing I'm going to do is put uh, put the leash on, on Fluffles and take him for a walk to his new home and get him set up so he's nice and comfortable and happy there. Anybody going with Tony? Uh-huh. And then did did I already task Wittens with finding uh, Fluffles' friend, or did we talk about that being a side quest for later? Uh, I don't think that was something that we had discussed before, but I might be wrong. If, I I know we discussed it. I just don't remember whether whether it was like okay, that will have to be something more later. Yeah, I I, I think I'd lean towards that way. And even if I didn't, I'm gonna retcon it now. Um, finding the cave took most of the time that you guys were gone. Like finding the cave, buying the property, um, getting it set up with uh basic infrastructure to make it comfortable for you and um a little cleaned up for Fluffles. Yep, sounds good. So Merida's gonna follow with him. Fluffles, you're gonna be so happy in your new cave. I know you really liked the last one. Don't worry, we're gonna find your friends so you're not too lonely when we're gone. Uh, Falcom and Tajmil, what are you guys doing while they're gone? Well, you know me. Let's start looking for shit to steal, so... Uh, are you just looking around Tony's apartment, townhouse yeah. thing? Yeah, I mean, it's not like I haven't done it before. Um, you see Wittens giving you uh, the evil eye, first and foremost. All right, well, I'd look down at my knuckles, and I'd kind of 
Go breathe uh, on them. Mastatage meal. There appears to be a teacup <laughs> missing. You wouldn't happen to know about that, would you? I don't know. You're too busy to do anything right now because of my bird. And then I would have. <laughs> oh Lord, Wheeler! I should have seen this coming. Oh. Okay, so uh, <laughs> what twist. are you doing while uh, while you're giving your bird distraction? I'm gonna uh, like I've never really understood the layout of Tony's house, but does he have an attic? Um, I think that we discussed him having an upstairs where his bedroom is. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know about an attic though. Maybe if. All right, you rule on that, Trevor. I just want to get one floor above him, so have the bird do whatever it does in this situation, and then um, get one floor above Witten's, start looking around, see what I can find. Quickly. Doesn't really matter value. Yeah. Yeah, and then then I'm going to steal run and jump out of the window, too, at the end of it. Break through the window. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to ask, are you going to open it first or no? Yeah, I'm going to open it. With my body. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're probably um, going to take some damage from that. First things first, I'm going to need a physique roll from you uh, versus four. Um, Witten's at a negative two. You're going to get a plus one for your stealth acrobatics. So you're Ooh. going to be at five. He is going to be at two. Though there oh is a lot of acrobatics, there is no stealth to this. I got three threes and two fours. Okay, yeah, with the two fours, um, you you say because you're a little busy, and then you like throw out your hand with Sonichu, and Sonichu just starts walking, ah, Akchong, 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 flapping around his face. Um, Witten's moving a little bit faster than you would expect for somebody his age. Um, ah, due to his reflexes, it couldn't be anything else other than years of training because of how frail he, he looks. Lunges for you, trying to ignore the bird, but you're able to jump over him, race up the stairs where you get to the safe that you know the combination to. Oh. Um, Tony, uh, one spent resource. Tajmil, negative one spent resource. Wait, he knows the password? Oh, I thought only I did, Antonio. No, no, he made it stink. Everyone, Everyone knows the password. Tony gave everybody, it out to everybody. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That is the thing we did. Do I get hurt yeah. at all? Um, How how many miles you, per hour is he propelled through? All right. There's no reason for you to break Tony's window. Like, you still Fair have to enough. work with the guy. That is true. I mean, we are talking about Tajmil here. Uh, yeah, that's the whole thing. Is He kind of gets caught in the situation. WW. I, I guess it is up D. to you. Would would you break through the window? As with, ta- uh, I, me personally, as Brian, I wouldn't. But Tajmil, I undoubtedly, <laughs> undoubtedly, this is like he's like the Florida man of this universe. Okay, give me, <laughs> give me a physical minus one. Universe. Okay, so three. <laughs> yep. Uh, you think the Florida men would be the Southern? Skaters. I have to reroll two of them. They fell off. I didn't get anything. I got a five. Just like you did out the window. (laughs) Okay. uh, I'm going to have to step up here as as narrator and impose some negative stimuli for you trying to mess with the uh, the rest of the crew. You're not going to take damage. Instead, you're going to take a burden of a long cut across your face. Nice. Oh, can it be right by my eyeball? It's underneath your left cheekbone going from the bottom of your... uh, you're not near the socket, but right at the orbit, all the way down to your jawline. 
I'll take it. I'll take it, yeah. Okay, you just gave him a cool scar that he can use as a positive part. Yeah, but... Probably more often than it'll be it, negative. It's going to be applied. way I'm more often negative. You. Where is it? Do I put this under tragedy or... <laughs> um, oh, yeah. What level is it? Uh, it's just the first one. I don't even remember what the first level is. Um, um, serious, grave, and mortal, so it's a serious burden. If I'm remembering correctly, I can double check that. No, I think you're right on that one. Now you just have to remember to use it against him all the time. I mean, it's a cool scar, man. Like, Lord Falcombe can appreciate a cool scar. He already knew that Tajmil is a scumbag, but, like, I don't think... Not NPCs, bro, NPCs. Well, now he not only has the shifty eyes, but he's got the, uh... Actually, yeah, let's make this a trait, is you've got, uh... A nasty scar. What? I put a cool scar. So I'm not even going to make this a burden. This is now a trait. You cannot get rid of it. You can't heal it like a burden would. You've got this uh, this Where scar that makes, it, go, makes you look more suspicious. Same place. Okay. You can keep it listed as cool scar across your face, but for gameplay purposes, that's not what I'm dealing with it as. Right on. It See, makes you look like a henchman or an anime villain. Now all he needs is an eye There patch. you go. And then I'm going to be flying the black flag for real. I, I feel like the burden is the better way, because you normally you have to pay for traits. And traits can be used for positive advantage. Oh, so can burdens, though. Yeah. But if it burdens was a burden instead way. of a trait, he'd be able to get rid of it during a breather. I mean, I feel like that's fine. He'd have to pay for it, right? No, well, he'd just have to give up getting any, getting rid of anything else, since it's a serious burden, not a grave burden. He could make it a grave burden. That's that's excessive to, to it, spend I mean, advancement. It, it would have to be like his eye is cut. in order to get him have him get rid of it. When we all know he's not going to get rid of it, and he's probably just going to use his other advancements to make cooler bird stuff. <laughs> so we're yeah, going to miss out on he that. He paid her with this one right away, immediately. immediately. <laughs> Which I'm almost step afraid one, to ask. Earn advancements. Falcom. Step two, spend advancements. Step three, profit. There you go. Right? How do you respond to this? I'm not no. there. Lord Falcom Lord Falcone probably immediately went to go chill in the homeland. Okay. He's he's pretty tore up about this whole thing. It did not end in the way that he would like, but Um He's also he he probably like trudged back and like said zero word to the party. So, um, are you looking to speak with Tensoon or with Harmony, or are you just going there to decompress? Decompress, and he's probably going to, like, go back to true body form while he's there and just chill. He might try and talk to Harmony, but I I don't know. Probably not. Wait, you're going back to the homeland? I thought you swore you'd never go back. He already went back, bro. Oh, I forgot about that. Was that the solo episode? Yeah, it was solo. Oh, that's episode. why I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, Tony, you and Merida get to the cave. Um, there is a small set of stairs that have been built going down because it's a rather steep incline. And down at the bottom of the cave, uh, there are several enclosures of um limelight in order to keep it lit. Pretty sweet. Do we have any toys for fluffles? Uh, I would say that you don't because you didn't tell uh, 
tell Wittens to prepare anything like that. Note to self, get toys for Fluffles. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tony basically just checks it out and uh, then lets Fluffles loose. Uh, do we have like a, a fence around the cave, right? That's kind of what I wanted. So that um, he has We'll room say that at the bottom, room. there's also a ramp that you use so you don't have to carry Fluffles down, um, that he's able to slide down pretty easily. But then there's a gate that you're able to open and close at that ramp and Fluffles is not able to navigate stairs. At well, all. no, I, I don't, I want him to be able to come out in the sun and like roam around in the grass and stuff, but just, you know, a, a large enough fence around the property so that he, there's no risk of him like running off and getting lost. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, if you wanted to take over a complete description of this, I'd be fine with that. Um, okay. Then, uh, I guess I would say that it's, uh, most of the property is kind of like a, a plain sunny meadow with you know, mostly grass and clover and, you know, the kind of like plants that you would expect on an open uh, open meadow. Uh, but then towards the cave area, it's actually a little forested. So we get a little bit more of a exotic biome going on, more chance for Fluffles to be able to, you know, hunt and find his own food. Uh, and then, you know, it's, it's, it, it's a big, like, pile of rock almost with a dark mouth opening but as you already said when you get inside it, it's lined with like limelights and it's got that cool ramp and it, it's very spacious uh and you know it's got lichen and stalactites and some shiny bits and it's just a really cool looking cave and then surrounding the whole property is a, a big sturdy fence with a solid gate um mostly made out of uh, wrought iron i would say um so, and I would say it's, like, large enough that, like, horses could run around on it to their heart's content. So Fluffles has a lot of free reign to, you know, roam around and have fun and do what he wants. But, you know, he's bounded, so he, there's no chance of him getting lost and not found. Oh, and can we say that there's, like, a stream that goes in, like, an underground stream in the cave? So you can drink water from it? Uh, give me a spirit roll for that. All right. Two's and a nudge. Yeah, there is definitely a stream. Cool. That's it for me. Merida, any uh, any reactions to that? Or are you just kind of along for the ride, drop off Fluffles, or introduce Fluffles and leave? She's just kind of examining Fluffles and seeing how he reacts to the new environment, kind of like treating him as a, an experimental subject. Okay. Um, Fluffles doesn't seem to be exhibiting too much different behavior than his normal, um, at least from what your experience with him is. Uh, or actually, no, give me a wits roll. Okay. I now have five. I got two threes and two twos. Um, you do notice that there are a couple of areas where Fluffles normally seems a little more tense as he's traveling over like dusty roads or wooden planks, but the um, tenseness in his musculature seems to be relaxed somewhat more when he's traveling over the, the ground of, you know, the stone of the cave and especially the grass outside. He does seem to be more relaxed. She'll parrot that to Tony because she does like Fluffles. He loves it! That's so good to hear! And Tony gives Fluffles a big hug. 
And she's like, yeah, but, like, also, he doesn't seem to like the dust and gravel. Well, the dust and gravel from, like, the roads on the way there, but, like, the natural stone of the cave. Oh, um, okay, okay. But you do notice that tenseness when he's on the ramp. So, quick lore. Tony. How old is Tony? He's in his 40s. Okay. How long has he had Oh, I'm sorry, he's 38. How long has he had fluffles? Uh, he would have had fluffles since he was like 12. I don't remember exactly. It seemed like he would be a little bit younger than that because I'm not sure a 12 year old would necessarily be um, like terrified. The, your family would be thinking that it would traumatize a 12 year old. Well, his sister, but yeah. I don't know, eight. I mean, I never really thought about it. He was a young child. Eight, we'll say. Okay. I was just curious. I mean. Okay. Any other interactions, anything like that before we uh, do a little more exposition and start to wrap up the episode? Nope. Um, Tajmil, do you, or Tajmil and Falcom, when would you imagine you head back to Tony's? Immediately. I mean, yeah. you you jump out the window, <laughs> go to the front door, walk back walk in the back front in, door, like, hey, Wittens, how's it going? <laughs> Yeah, Wait- heard you got a bird problem in here. <laughs> yeah, Witten's just hears. You need a bird catcher. Blood dripping down. Yes, your face. yes, that's the thing. Witten's just hears the bird start attacking him, and then my feet pattering up the stairs and glass breaking, <laughs> and I come in with this scar on my face. Well, when you come in, um, you notice that uh, he's no longer struggling. With Sonichu. In fact, Sonichu seems to be resting comfortably on his hand where he's hand feeding it a biscuit. And um, Sonichu looks incredibly comfortable in Wittens' care. Wittens looks over at you, rolls his eyes, um, does a little motion for Sonichu, and Sonichu flaps away. I suppose I better so suture you up. I, You broke the window upstairs, didn't you? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Going to have a long talk with Master Tony about types of people he allows inside this place. I'm the one responsible for his budget, and it will not be able to withstand broken windows whenever you feel like running off. And you look even more suspicious with that cut. Uh, You get the impression, though, that uh, Sonichu will not be willing to engage with such a distraction against Wittens again. All right. Yeah, what's the cooldown on this ability? <laughs> Depends on what happens to Sonichu and the disposition of the person who dis- uh, he's distracting. What would you have done if Witten's rolled, like, fives and, like, nudges on his, like, defense against Well, that? he was at uh, two you... dice with a negative one penalty. Or not with a negative one, because oh. he only lost two dice. He was at two dice. Um, and then... Uh, so if he had gotten fives, then... Most likely, it would have just you been that uh, Tajmil didn't get away, and he might have. Let's see him try. Hey, Tajmil, what's up, Brian? Next time we meet Alloy, you should try that trick on him. Oh God! <laughs> I plan on using it very often. I mean, because that's pretty useful for distractionary. It's like Tony's flash cannon, basically. If you use it on Alloy, that is a dead bird. I promise. Maybe <laughs> one dead. <laughs> Burn. Maybe that's his final mission. <laughs> Rip Sonichu. Sonichu flies away. 
<laughs> you know, I've sent Trevor a couple memes about Sonichu. There's been shit published in the last, like, weeks about Sonichu. Wait, our Sonichu? Of the, because of... Yes. Well, no, no. I, I forwarded the one to Brian. Because there's the Detective Pikachu, the Detective Pikachu, and the new Sonic movie has provided a lot of memes and Photoshop opportunities for the two, and they, I think they, I've seen a lot of the horror amalgamation that is Sonichu, and everybody chooses to call this amalgamation Sonichu. And it was a meme from 4chan like ten years right. ago, anyways. But like, it, it's a recent resurgence, and I've seen tons of them lately the movie's really good have you seen it yet I'm about to get off topic yeah. sonic movie no it's actually pretty haven't. good supposed well, to we end the episode. oh yeah sure. see it with co-workers today i mean we should just end it the same way we did like started it with a like off-topic rant <laughs> yeah i think we're gonna go ahead and skip the exposition with how quickly south this went um, once you guys got back into the city. So we will pick it up again with some exposition, get back into the main quest in two weeks' time. Uh, thank you again for putting up with all of our nonsense. We will uh, we will be back, and I hope you enjoy. Bye! Bye. Thanks for Bye. listening Bye. to our train wreck. Bye! Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at LLOS Podcast, or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. All right, I'm recording. Hello, we are recording now. Okay. All right, David, continue we bitching about now. how horrible it is when things no, don't go I, the way you like. I am like go. a more moral. I okay. It was a more moral mm-hmm. and ethical way to treat a. Mm-hmm. I think it's at least sentient creature. No, though not sapient. Oh, sentient creatures that, like Coloss. It, it's like like Coloss okay, that no, are being see, here's persecuted. The thing. No, no, see, those, they, they have free will. They have free will and the ability to change themselves, <laughs> even pre-Cadassandra, right? But, however, if you walk into a dog that somebody is dressing up like a freaking fairy every day, and it's obviously in distress, you're, of course, going to try and rescue oh, well, the dog, what was right? the distress? How is Fluffles tell in us distress? Well, guess what? Feldar would know those signs. No, he wouldn't. He feels the same things. No, he, he does. He he's technically no, he's, a mystery. He's, he's just he's a, a sapient mystery. Difference. The only difference is the sapients granted by the spikes. Mm-hmm. They feel and can do the sure. same things. It's just the sapients. Sure. They're both sentient creatures. They feel and they mm-hmm. think. But the only deci- the only difference is the free will of action and the higher level. What might almost say similar to humans versus primates. <laughs> Well, we are a primate. Yeah. And so, so if if I if and if I see someone in a circus dressing up and like playing with a monkey, I'm gonna think, damn, that monkey would probably be happier. How do in you the know wild. that? So let's so throw, let's throw in a river. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
execution not a hundred percent the thought though was there if i would have had more time to take him to a chondra a uh, freaking mist wraith uh reserve oh, off yeah, in Sarah the country where they take all where exactly where all where they take the uh uh the hurt and damaged and uh mistrace that need rehabilitated and reintroduced into the wild because they obviously can't take mm -hmm. care of themselves anymore because they're fed rabbit bones from underneath mm -hmm. a hat i mean that mm -hmm. i mean any other animal i think if you stored in a hat and fed table scraps most people would think that's not exactly you know mm -hmm. a good way to keep a pet i would be slanking off at this moment with sonichu <laughs> Yes. At what point? Oh do you no, eat no, 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 no! Yeah, I think, I think the only mistreated pet. Well, here's the thing: that was built into the character from ground mm -hmm. zero. Was the fact that he is a chondra, he is related right. to Mistrace. You know, he could technically turn Fluffles into sure. a sapient sure. chondra, right? right? So when I okay. see my relatives, so, I'm not like, oh, so, get the fuck away from me unless they're fucking crazy. If you see your relatives being abused, but then you're also undercover and won't reveal yourself, then yeah, you would do what you had to do to try and make things as right without damaging your own deal. How is Fluffles abused? <coughs> That's what I'm kind of missing, too, a little bit. He's fed and pampered. He's not fed well, though, in order and, to fit into the hat. Yes, and he's also paraded around like a he show. He kind of is, though. I mean, that, that's personal beliefs. Animal rights, bro. You know? Zoos are unethical. So is Zeus. Well, some are unethical. Some are actually, like, that's habitats true. to save endangered. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I know. I was making a blanket statement that is... Taxation is theft. I'm just sitting here literally drinking my tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm so ready. are we ready to go?